And so with all this language talk, the subject... Which, of which we've used language yes, to talk about language. Yeah, exactly. We use the brain to talk about How the brain. How meta is that? Yeah. <laughs> honesty. How does honesty come into this? So we're using language, we're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can use metaphors and people might misunderstand us. If we use a metaphor, does that mean we're being dishonest? If we're not being... Um, you could say that because you're not telling the truth within its truthfulness. You're hiding behind something else. Mm-hmm. You're still getting the same point across, but you're you're hiding behind, behind something else so it's easily accepted. So like if you're trying to give a pill to a dog and you mm-hmm. hide it in cheese, you're still giving the, the dog the pill, but they think they're just getting cheese. Are you butter. lying to the dog? In uh, a little bit, because if they don't uh, find the pill in it, they, mm. they won't know. I'm not. Yeah, I don't so know if that's yeah. a good example. <laughs> hey, it's my metaphor. It's how I use it. Yeah, I don't know if we're getting to the heart of the issue there. But, but I would argue that it would be a yes and no. Mm-hmm. It, it would be a little bit of both. Yeah. W- whether or not that's right or wrong, mm. I would say that would be up to debate too. Yeah. I, I find it interesting that, uh, you know, when we're talking, there's all the time, there's kind of this, this hidden person in your head that is saying, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. And then once <laughs> you go to lie to someone, yeah. it's like alarms go off and you say, <laughs> oh, I'm about to lie to this person. Or you start like crafting the lie and yeah. and then you say the lie and you're like, ooh, that was a lie. Like, And then you're <laughs> like, make, catch it. yeah, and then you're listening to their responses to it and saying, do they catch the lie? Do they believe the lie? How mm-hmm. much do they believe the lie? Ooh, I have to add things to the lie to make it more believable. Right. And it's such a weird thing to do. To lie to another person. Right. Um, one of my, I'll call them my, uh, him my intellectual heroes, um, uh, a guy named Sam Harris. I may have mentioned him before. Not sure. He's a author, neuroscientist, and philosopher um, interested in uh, the subjects of uh, faith uh, in terms of like atheism mm-hmm. uh, and uh, consciousness. Um, Morality, how we live a meaningful life with other people. He talks a lot about uh, politics as well. He kind of touches multiple areas and how they intersect. But he wrote this very small book on lying. It was called Lying. Like it's it's physically small. <laughs> it's or it's, it's physically thin. small and it is thin. <laughs> not many pages. I think it's maybe like a fifty to seventy page oh, book. Wow. Yeah, pretty. It's like a kind of like an essay. Yeah. And. In this book, he proposes that it is never okay to lie. See, I, I, I was going to bring that up of at, at what point is, is it or isn't it okay to, to lie to someone or right. do you, is it best to always tell the truth? Right. And he says 99.9% wow. of the time, it is better to tell the truth. Yeah. He leaves the one uh, exception as being, you know, if there's a Nazi at your door <laughs> saying, are you hiding a Jew? Anne Frank. You know, Anne Frank, and Anne Frank is, in fact, in your house. Mm-hmm. Do you lie to them? Yeah, you probably want to lie. Yeah, if they, you know that they're going to be like, oh, okay, sorry, I'll try the next house. Yeah. And they leap. You know? Yeah, because then you're, you're most likely to survive that scenario. Right. You're likely to survive. Anne Frank's likely mm-hmm. to survive. You know, there's no, con- you know, that kind of thing. 
and you could get into that, you know, then they go to the next house and then maybe they, you know, but you <laughs> don't extend them the, the analogy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so most of the time he, he, he puts in these terms that lying is on the spectrum of violence. So if you lie to another person, you're committing, although not a great act of violence, yeah. you are committing a act of violence against them hmm. because what happens is when you lie to someone, you are obscuring their vision of the world. Right. You have now created another reality that they're living in yeah. where they think everything else is true. And but so is this the, thing that the you lie proposed. you told, it's like this different, it's a multiverse now <laughs> where they're living in a universe where this lie is true. Yeah. And so you are distancing them from reality and depending on the specific lie, they might be distanced from their friends, from you. Mm-hmm. And one interesting case he, he brings up is he was at, uh, Sam was at a, a, or I think it was his wife actually, or a friend of his. They wrote, you know, there was three people. Um, or, sorry, I'm, let me simplify this more. Let's say you and I yeah. are hanging out and then I get a phone call and it's a friend of mine. You don't have to do the motion. It's okay. I, I, <laughs> I just act out things. So. And uh, they're asking me to hang out. And I say, oh, sorry, uh, I have a dentist appointment. You see me lie yeah. in first person. And then I hang up and it's fine that we go and talk. Mm-hmm. Now, you just saw me lie. Now, the next time you say, hey, you want to hang out? And I say, you know, something. Yeah. Maybe I don't that, lie. That maybe I do. pop up in my mind. But it will immediately pop up in your mind like, oh, he's lied before. I've seen him lie to a good friend right in front of me. Yeah, very easily. Right. So even though you haven't been lied to, your um, your friendship with me is now disintegrating. Yeah. <laughs> you think, oh, this person <laughs> lies to his friends. Mm-hmm. And so by lying to a different friend, I've corroded two friendships. Yeah. And why did I lie to that friend in the first place? It's because I didn't want to hang out with them, maybe. Yeah, unless you say it otherwise, right. I would never know. Yeah, and so why didn't I tell the truth to that other friend? Because I wanted to avoid telling them the truth, you know, that yeah. maybe I didn't want to hang out with them. And maybe they would have understood, and may, or maybe I don't <laughs> like them as a person. I just, and may, But it would be better for me to just tell them that. Yeah, but the, it was easier and quicker to say right. I, had, I had an appointment. And in this case, the easy, the quick way just leads to more lying leads to more violence on Mm -hmm. the spectrum and so whenever you lie you're complicating your own life you're complicating the lives of others and you're generally just lowering the bar for overall (laughs) well-being for everyone involved right and so sam makes this case in this book Mm -hmm. but that's the general um just of it and yet I mean, I don't think I'm going to convince anyone listening to this. Um, who knows how many people he actually convinced. Yeah. But because we're so addicted to it, it really is an addiction mm-hmm. that you just go about your life. And even with the simplest things, like, hey, how's it going? Oh, good. It, it's okay. It's like maybe the most just, common answer. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. You know, and maybe you're not lying, but, but like. You're, you're not telling what it actually is. Yeah. And he does make the differentiation that. You know, if, you, if someone says, like, oh, how are you doing? You don't have to. T- not telling no. someone something isn't lying. Mm-hmm. If you're being honest so, to yourself, it's like... omittance isn't lying. No. If you're being honest, then yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to tell you. That's not a lie. That's no. the truth. <laughs> you're just being I, rude. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, telling the truth isn't 
like mind control. You know, yeah, it's not. It's not mandatory. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's an important distinction. But yeah, once you, if you take the radical honesty kind of yeah. case, where okay, I'm just going to be honest about everything, time, yeah. you quickly run into that brick wall of like, ooh, I do not want to do this. No, yeah. It makes you very uncomfortable. But once you do it, <laughs> it is so, it is just like ecstasy. You don't give a shit, yeah. Yeah. It's fine, it all yeah. just flows. There is kind of a, uh, an indifference that comes along with it, or a freedom, where it's like, I I don't have any responsibility, like, yeah, I don't no. have to remember anything anymore. Yeah, no, you just say it how it yeah. is, which I completely understand with, because... I naturally am a very open person. Yeah. If you ask me a question, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, well, not the truth, but I'll just tell you what the answer to the, the question. Right. If you know um, it, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm good or bad at keeping secrets, but depending on who I'm interacting with, as long as I trust you, mm-hmm. I will openly talk about someone else. Right. Whether or not that other person wanted me to talk about their past or whatnot yeah. with, this, with this other person. It doesn't play into my brain until later in the fact. I oh, just yeah. go, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. this person, da, 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 da. like I'm very open. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in terms of other people's uh, lives, I mean, it's kind of a case by case basis. You mm-hmm. kind of have to use their judgment. Like, would this person want me telling this about them? Yeah. If it's like, oh, is uh, John married? It's like you can probably tell yes <laughs> or no, and you know a yeah. few details about his spouse. But if it's like, oh, uh, does uh, John uh, like uh, kinky, feta, you know, just like mm-hmm. go into like his sexual life. It's like, well, even if I knew the answer to that, I, he probably wouldn't want me telling you. See, most of the time, him. I'll just answer it. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, I, I'd say that's, you know, a little bit sketchy uh, morally, <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to call you out in here other uh-huh. than just saying what I just said. Um, but the, it is interesting. Secrets. Secrets have this weird like Hold. value yeah in our society where it's like if you tell someone a secret then you value them yeah. it's like hey can you lie to everyone else for me and yeah. pretend you don't know this about me mm-hmm. it's like why is that some, <laughs> why is that like a worthy thing to to do to someone it's like yeah. I, I just want you to lie to everyone for me when you get someone to tell a non-truth mm. they become more truthful to you yeah that's a weird thing yeah <laughs> it shouldn't it's like you, the, which then you can you can always use the respect thing because it is you, you can't overlap yeah, truth and respect is yeah. if, if you have someone be disrespectful to others you respect them more yeah because they're doing it for it's you very weird loyalty that's yeah. another thing I hate like loyalty <laughs> I mean there's there's rational there's a rational version of loyalty mm-hmm. which is just I don't know rationality <laughs> like well you don't need to be loyal to anyone no. like if if my friends fuck up i'm not going to defend them if they're wrong yeah you say, call them out all yeah right. you're wrong i mean i'll try and help them i'll try and you know help them out of the the problem they've mm-hmm. got themselves into but i would never lie for them or you know i i'm not dogs are <laughs> loyal to a fault yes you know the unconditional the, love yeah love always has conditions as <laughs> it always should um and yeah to to blindly be loyal to someone or to blindly lie for someone um out of some it's yeah it's out of this distorted uh, notion of respect or of 
compatibility or friendship. A need for acceptance. Yeah, it's it's really corrosive. So let's go for a little bit of a, a deep dive. Another deep dive <laughs> yeah. into the other end of the pool. A, yeah, deep dive into the deep end. Um, what kind of form are you using? <laughs> is it a cannonball? <laughs> is it a, like, head first dive? Uh, it's one of those where your arm. It's like your, you know, those like uh, those pictures you you put your head in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. The pictures you put you, you know, like the. It's a picture, but you put your head in it, and it's like the opposite of a mask where it's like you go up to like on the street and there's like a picture but there's a face is missing I have never seen and you that put no. your face in oh, and, and you take a picture of it and oh it's like, from the other side yeah. is, is the caricature yeah, okay you put your head in. that was not, <laughs> this is a bad explanation of that <laughs> I think it's a perfect explanation because <laughs> in it itself it is not a picture yeah, it's a it's a reverse mask <laughs> sure anyways um, you know when the I don't know why I'm explaining this. This is the smallest little comment, you yeah. Make, but uh, it's like when it's like you see a robber running away, and yeah, like and that one sort arm of is up. Pose, and it's like I guess it's the same thing. The walk symbol, like on on trees, uh, it's, it, like it's just less exaggerated. That kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, the legs akimbo, kind of just like randomly jumping in that yeah. kind of dive. Oh, okay. So you're just jumping and freezing in that, yeah. that position. Yeah. You know in the second Dark Knight when the Joker's falling after Batman lets him go and yeah. he's like laughing maniacally? That kind of dive. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. You should cut this out. Anyways. <laughs> no, so, yeah. it's staying in. Yeah. So a deep dive. <laughs> um, swimming, swimming. Okay. <laughs> How to get this back under control. Yeah. Um... Wait, there was control before? Yeah. Honesty. Uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Um, honesty. There's kind of this question, like, why why be honest at all? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about, you know, um, it's on the spectrum of violence, as Sam Harris puts it. We talk about um, lying to others, keeping secrets. Right. Um, but there's kind of, I don't know about you, but for me, there's kind of this background voice that's always saying might want to get that checked out <laughs> yeah there's always there's voices in my head but there's always this background voice saying like why not be honest all the time mm-hmm. and I know we, we just talked about that but like honest in the sense that you know I could be talking with my friends and we could be out at the bar yeah. and be having a conversation about whatever mm-hmm. a stand up special something on Netflix or something in the news or whatever and there's kind of this nagging sensation I have that, like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> why are we wasting our time with this? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you, we're you, not. You're, it, you're talking about shared experiences, so you're, you're having that common ground. Right. I, I get that. And the the more rational side of my brain has to yeah. remind myself that. But there is this nagging sensation where it's like, we're wasting our time. Like. Why aren't we... Oh, so the, that, that's the honesty that wants to come out. Yeah, I, that's what it feels like. Right. Where it's like, there's other things you want to talk about, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is the superficial Ooh, layer. Yeah, you, you want something of a, a little bit more importance. Yeah. It's more substance. Yeah, I want more depth. I want that deep dive. <laughs> you know? And that's kind of always in the background. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I would find myself constantly trying to manipulate conversations to the point where we got there where right they yeah. were comfortable opening up about those deeper experiences mm-hmm. or more profound experiences or like what they really thought about things yeah 
Um, and that's not a good way to... <laughs> to manipulation yeah. as a child? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> being, not child manipulation, oh. being a child and manipulating. Yes. Yeah, it's not a good way of living your life. <laughs> and it's, I mean, not, not that I don't get exhausted with deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a limit for everyone. I just found that most of the time my tolerance is way above other people's. Yeah. Well, and, and so normally I, they don't start off that way either. So you're like, well, right. you're not always engaged in that. Right. So you're always searching for it more. Yeah. But in terms of everyday life, I feel like I have this unlimited reservoir of like, I could talk about deep shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I mean by deep shit? I mean... Well, how the, deep is the shit? Yeah, exactly. Well, there's layers, I guess, but... Mm, um, so, sometimes it's just what you honestly think about a certain situation. It doesn't have to be deep. It's like, oh, are you enjoying the movie? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. But I mean, you could, or it's like, oh yeah, I love that movie. If you were to really peel back that layer, maybe it's like, maybe that movie changed their life. Maybe they had like this profound transcendental experience right, yeah. while watching. Maybe they're not telling you the whole story and they're just covering it up with, not a lie, but, but just- But a, a, a simplification of it. Yeah, a radical simplification. And sometimes it's like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. And really, they're like being crushed by the existential weight of the universe. You know, so you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe you know, there's there's layers to it, but mm-hmm. I feel like most of the time we don't talk about those the those, underlying the underlying the, the more like pure like undiluted moments. Yeah, and I mean undiluted by it. It's you're not worried about uh, judgment, or you're you're not. Um, filtering yourself mm-hmm. just purely what you think about something um, and there's no way to get to that point uh, more easily than naturally the, yeah more naturally than the recognition of yeah. like we're all gonna die <laughs> as soon as you, you have admit, to steer it in that direction as soon as you admit that yeah. as soon as you get someone thinking like really acknowledging that that they're gonna die mm-hmm. They become very honest very quickly. <laughs> yeah, they open up very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I spend a lot of time thinking about death, so I find myself more honest right. than than a lot of people. See, I don't have that background voice in my head. Yeah. I just spew yeah. everything that's in my head. I don't really have that. I do have a filter. I know what to say, when to say. But for the most part, I am, like I've said before, I'm very open. Yeah. And I just say what it is, which I think is why we are always talking as often as we do because mm-hmm. you want those deep conversations and you want that honesty whereas I just let it flow. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely something I appreciate. Um, it's simultaneously really rewarding to have the conversations mm-hmm. like at that level and also always a little bit disappointing because... <laughs> Where do you go from no, there? No matter, yeah, no matter how much you say, there's always more to say or it's like, it never, it's like, you, you kind of think, if I say this, then I'll be free of it. Yeah. Like, if I say this, I finally I can relax. Like, it's a job that you have to do. Yeah, and you're once it's done, relieving yourself of that right. weight. And that's never how it works. It's no. like, oh, I need to get this off my chest. And then you get it off your chest, and you find there's another weight on yeah. your chest. Or you, it's just you're hasn't... trying to fill the void, but you yeah. can't fill a void. Yeah. The weight is your chest itself. Like, it, there's no way mm-hmm. of escaping it. And then, so you could talk forever and never end up happy. No. <laughs> so that's a great place to, to go to. <laughs> never be happy. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I just, 
I just mean even the really rewarding experiences mm-hmm. in life where you know you, you're getting what you want out of out of the moment it doesn't necessarily fulfill you in the way you thought it would see that that's funny because that basically how, how i would explain it, it's very momental so it's always that moment you can only live in the moment mm-hmm. it doesn't extend past that essentially right um and that could get into a, a, talk, a, a conversation about nostalgia and right. memory or foresight, you know, looking into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something to be said about that in this day and age with our obsession with the past, capturing the moment. Yeah, it's to trying to remake what was what yeah. once was. Yeah, or even trying to make something that will be pleasing to look at in the future right like you want to create an instagram account that you can look back on at the end of the day yeah. and be like oh look at all the wonderful moments i had today and yeah but then you're not living in the now you're living in what will be so right. you're trying to create something for then instead of just yeah the now maybe the now is not so great well the never is now great <laughs> it never is <laughs> yeah um you had a you had a, a phrase you wanted to talk about. Yes, because uh, going off honesty, it made me think about the, the, the common term that most people use when they really want to be intimate and you know one on one and have that deep conversation and connection with one another. It's they always say, "Well, to be honest, mm, yeah." I feel like people say that because they want you to know that they are truly being honest with you, so that you can truly trust them. But it's also like, so you weren't telling me the truth before yeah i've been lying up until now exactly but uh, now is when the true conversation starts yeah yeah it's like well well. and i think it's kind of a i think it's it's half it's it's two things one is it's just a filler it's like when people use the word like Mm -hmm. between every you know like three times a sentence yours would be um um yeah (laughs) do i say um you do yeah that's that's a tick (laughs) um because <laughs> so, like I I, oh, I, I, I I am myself guilty of using you know to be honest yeah uh, I would say that probably comes from I, I'm mostly not aware of it but when I do I I would say it's probably because I am trying to essentially let that person know like yes I am trying to make uh, let you know that this thing isn't necessarily what would be said out in the open hmm. so take it to heart that I am telling it to you personally right if that makes sense I didn't yeah, say that, that makes well sense. no that makes sense um, what I was going to say is yeah it's it partially a filler word and it's partially them trying to kind of formulate a thought as quickly as possible because they don't want to take the time and think about something yeah. and just let me just think for two minutes and then mm-hmm. re- and, and then, then get back respond. to you. Yeah, yeah. You, want to keep, you, you want to keep the conversation keep going. Keep the conversation rolling. So they fill it with as many words, you know, just mm-hmm. to be honest. Well, what I was thinking was, and it's just like you're not really saying anything. You're just yeah. saying words, like they're not. Which is actually an interesting uh, fact uh, that I learned in guitar class, actually, from my guitar teacher, because he would have the quote unquote open mic time when people would share their music sources and views. And one of the students he had was really into rap. So he said, okay, uh, freestyle for us. And then he, he did his, his rap and the teacher went up to him and he's like, okay, I have a question for you though. Why did you curse so much? Like you use fuck all the, like every other word. He's like, it, it's a place filler. You use it in place while you're thinking of the rhyme as you go along. So yeah. in freestyle, you'll hear a lot of curse words because it, it's a place filler as well. Right. 
yeah, I think that extends beyond rap just in the well, conversation for sure, as well. Yes. It's, there's place fillers all over, mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I'm a lot. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> now I'm just saying it more and more. See, I, I, I notice people's little... I, I notice little details a lot. Yeah, yeah that's, that's helpful. <laughs> but unfortunately, because I notice a lot of things, there's a lot of little things that people do that bug me. Yeah. And there's... Uh, uh, no matter who you are, there's always going to be something that bugs me. I, I, yeah. I haven't p- picked out what yours is yet, I, I found. It's not the um that bothers you? In the editing a little bit, yes, but it's but not you, too bad. Do you edit out my ums? Sometimes. <laughs> like it, hilarious. Well, if, if you go, you'll pause, um, okay, da, 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 da. you don't need that um beforehand, essentially. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was... Uh, that was the main thing I wanted to tackle, though, with the the honesty. I yeah. feel like we didn't touch on that uh, yet. It is it is kind of a a important and frightening thing to think about, which is the the. <laughs> I've said this in so many ways over the <laughs> last two podcasts we've done, but just the the transience of of existence. Yeah. And how that factors into every decision we make. I mean, I, I usually use death as kind of a a bedrock for right. making decisions. That's your foundation, yeah. Yeah. So if you're making a decision and you don't know what to do, consider what the decision's impact will have. Like whether or not it'll kill you? No, no. I mean, consider the decision and then realize that you're going to die someday. <laughs> yeah. And that everything's going to fade into, you know, nothing. Yeah. And then reconsider the decision. So whether or not it essentially would make you happy and benefit well, you? Well, it's not just whether it'll make you happy. Like, say you're in a situation, I'm trying to think of something off the bat, where you have the opportunity to, let's say your friend has a game, okay? Uh-huh. And they never play it. And you yeah. want to play the game. So you, you, you take their game without telling them. They're not going to notice it's gone. Right. You're going to have the game. You can play the game. You mm-hmm. can have fun. They're not losing out on fun. Yeah. Should you take the game? Do you kind return it afterwards? Well, I mean, we could just stand, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you tell them? But the question in your mind is... I think is, I've done that before. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of a common thing where it's like, you don't, you know they're not going to notice it's gone, I think. Um, so do you take it or not? Well, we're all going to die, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, oh shit, what? No, oh my god. You have to put aside, first of all, all the, the bullshit um, uh, moral, like, <laughs> filters. Filters, like, oh, is this going to come back to get his karma? You right, know, is, yeah. is karma, is this, this bad karma? It's like, <laughs> bad juju. Yeah, it's bullshit. So just put <laughs> that aside. I mean, are they actually going to notice it? It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need to factor that in. Like there's there's a million decisions here, but if you look at it from that perspective, like that like ultimate perspective, yeah. then it kind of eliminates all of the the tiny um, like meaningless details you could say. Yeah, the trivial stuff, and so it's a good kind of like uh, it's like the what are those called the uh, nipples? Because <laughs> those are the, that, that's um, the motion you're doing. Uh, the thing you would draw on as a kid the little like red thing where you etch a sketch etch a sketch yeah. yeah it's like that wipe that you, you know when you want to clear yeah, you shake thing. it yeah shake it or like yeah 
the white thing. The, that was the upgraded version. Yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> Thinking about death is basically the the shaking the etch yeah. sketch what, for a decision wipes making. Wipes the slate clean. Wipes the slate clean. Yeah, exactly. So it, it helps you think with a clear head because it kind of removes any other stresses like what are my parents going to think mm -hmm. about this decision or you know is this going to come back to get me or and it, it's not to say you should you shouldn't think of those things yeah but you just not focus on them entirely in that right. for that decision if they are doing nothing else but holding you back then you need to drop them yeah. the best way to drop them mentally is oh, to so. realize you know that they don't matter in the end game mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, you, you you have to focus on essentially your own world, not the world around you, because what you do ultimately affects you first, and the world may not even be affected by that decision. Right. Yeah, and I don't want to be uh, misunderstood as saying, like, hedonistically pursue your own <laughs> goals and fuck everyone else. Yeah. You because, still have to conform to society. Yeah, I mean, most of the time when I think in this, like deathly view most of my decisions become about other people right because i i immediately think i can you know if it's if i have to go through hardship for something mm -hmm. you know if it's going to be a struggle i'd rather go through the struggle than for my friends yeah. or, you know for other people yeah and so i'll take the the burden the burden if it helps other people so you're jesus <laughs> yeah i am the prophet uh <laughs> um but no it's it's so it's always the other way around for me where mm -hmm. it's not like you're thinking, I'm gonna die someday yeah. so I have to absorb as much happiness as possible kind of thing it's like totally the opposite you like doing things for the happiness of others you like to see the joy on other people's faces okay yeah <laughs> no yeah I agree with that yeah sure it, it's a I very mean, who doesn't who doesn't uh, I, I'm, I'm that way a lot too um, I will do a lot for my friends I will live, for the most part give them the shirt shirt off my back you like yeah. If, if you are my friend and you need my help, I will drop what I'm doing and I will help you. Yeah. and Whereas, I, yeah. I'm not going to, I don't expect that for myself. Like, it would be, like, it's nice and to a certain degree, yes, if, if I ask you to help me to a certain degree on what the task is, I, I would I would expect you to help me, but I'm not always going to look for that help. I will try and do everything for myself first. And if someone offers that help, I may or may not take it. Right. But I... I'm more independent on that the side. I try to keep everything contained for myself and then offer myself to everyone else. Right. And I think everyone, whether they admit it outwardly or not, everyone wants to be that way mm -hmm. where they want to have their shit under control so that they can help other people. They want to, they want to help their friends and make them happy because there's kind of that feedback loop. If yeah. you help them, then, you know, if you make someone smile, then you smile kind yeah. of thing happens all the time in interactions people don't notice i mean it sounds trivial to say that but when you really pay attention to your own behavior mm -hmm. your own reactions to other people there is so much like just bodily empathy going on yeah that the crossover you, yeah you just you mimic people's behavior all the time and, and unknowingly too yeah a lot of the time um so we all want to kind of be there for our friends we want to act that way we want to um be as unself-serving as possible mm -hmm. um but a lot of the time it just doesn't transfer to action like yeah. the, the the intent does not make it right into the behavior and it's uh i mean it's a, it's a challenge it's the challenge that we're all faced with 
you have to be a person and you also have to be around other people. That's a be a and person. That's yeah, a lot of work, be, man. It, Fuck. It is. It is. It is. It's difficult trying to, you know, grow up with all of your mm. own family influences, cultural influences, figure out what you want to do with your life, yeah. and then have that be a stable enterprise with all the factors involved. Yeah. And then take that as a vehicle to help other people doing the same thing in this kind of expansive world where everyone's doing something different, everyone's thinking their own thing, mm -hmm. and to try and connect with other people. It's a, it's a crazy, chaotic mess. Yeah, yeah it's, it's insane that we succeed at anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think we're generally doing a pretty good <laughs> job of being alive, <laughs> just being in the world. I guess but, so. But uh, no, it's, it's, it's a challenge, and so... Yeah, but being alive isn't living though, man. Shut up. <laughs> right, to, to, to go back, how, how you said um, uh, to do all those things is, is uh, uh, unself-serving. It could almost be seen as being selfish, right? Yeah, because you're doing it for those others to serve you. Yeah. So yeah. That, in a way, that is selfish. Yeah, selfish. Yes. Yeah, people don't think about selfishness in the right way a lot of mm -hmm. the time. They, they think of it just in the purely literal sense yeah. where it's like, oh, you're acting Very for yourself. Self, yeah. So, so it's, you it's not that, always though. a negative. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally selfish of me to want my friends to be happy yeah. because that makes me happy. Exactly. It's, it's a <laughs> How simple dare you? <laughs> yeah, it's just one more step that you need to go to realize mm -hmm. that. But there's, there's really... The, the only negative connotation to that would be the, the detriment to yourself. You, you wouldn't necessarily take take best care of yourself because you're after them first. I mean, to a certain degree, that's a part of what I was talking about where you need to, it's like when you're on an airplane and they say, you know, put your own safety mask, mask on yeah. first before you help children or seniors. Mm -hmm. That's true of, of just being alive yeah. and, and trying to help your friends as well, where you need to be a state, you know, stable. You need to be, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You need to worry about yourself before you help other yeah. people. There's a million analogies. Because if you don't put that gas mask on first, and you're not breathing that oxygen, you can't yeah. function properly. Exactly. exactly. But also, fuck them. They can do their own gas yeah. mask. Yeah. yeah. Be independent, motherfucker. Damn yeah. babies. Yeah. But it is, it is an important thing to realize that selflessness is a shared happiness, mm -hmm. where to be selfless is to make more than just one person happy. Yeah. Because you are, in your selflessness, you are... Mm -hmm. You were dipping into the pot, you know, kind of yeah, like happiness. You wouldn't do it if it didn't, in some way, make you uh, have a, have a positive effect on your life. Yeah, yeah, and that's a little bit vague, but you know, you can look into the details of that. And I mean, self-sacrifice, martyrdom, these kinds of ideas. There's always something in it for you. Yes as you know and you can take as an extreme a case as possible where it's like you are sacrificing your life for someone it's the, like what the monk that burned himself hmm? the, the the buddhist monk that lit oh, himself on fire yeah, himself on fire yeah so yeah you'd think surface level in an incident like yeah. that that okay he's dying <laughs> there's clearly no benefit for him yeah but the benefit is in the acknowledgement that people are going to live yeah once he dies yeah that he that he that through his actions hopefully it has changed the world to the better right which then essentially benefited him at that time while he yeah. was still alive 
Well, I mean, it doesn't even need to benefit him. I mean, it's well, it, it's, it benefited him in, in 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 the way that it, it was serving his goal, which was to change the world for the better. Sure, sure, yeah. But I, I think people have kind of the wrong intuition here about if I make the world a better place after I die, I don't care because I'm not going to be around. Yeah. I won't know it's a better place. I won't be around to benefit mm-hmm. from the better placeness, <laughs> you know. And so, but it's that's just the wrong wrong way to think about existence in general like it's it's the wrong software to be running on your right. on your brain where it, it, in in essence it's a kind of like solipsism it's like no one else exists but me mm-hmm. you know i i don't think you really exist you only exist because i i see you yeah and so once i die i don't care yeah. you know i i won't be able to not care like there's just nothing and that's the whole, a horrible way to go about living like yes i know you know, when I leave the room, you still exist. I mean, I'm not so solipsistic that I think you disappear when I turn around. Who knows, I might. And it's the same thing. Just that yeah. simple thought experiment is the same thing that people are saying when it's like, I don't care what happens after I die. It's like, to not care is to just be the most immortal yeah, well, monster. Obviously, you do care to some degree because you're functioning in society. If you didn't, you yeah. would just yeah. almost just cease to do everything. Yeah, like a true nihilist <laughs> would immediately commit suicide. Yeah, it's just fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Unless he was so apathetic that he didn't <laughs> care about his own like non-existence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, to accept other people as real beyond yourself—that's that's one of the like kind of core ideas that you need to be thinking about in order to be a moral person. Yeah. I think because it, I, I guess you could say. To very vaguely, as as I would put it, mm. to sum that up is to be honest with yourself. Mm. You have to you have to accept those things and confront them. Yeah, and, and acknowledge that they are there. They are true, right? And be honest with yourself. Yeah. So you can tie it all together. Yeah. yeah. Little thought. I mean, yeah. There there is kind of this this idea of intellectual honesty, where you don't pretend to know things that you don't know mm-hmm. you don't um and you don't pretend to not know things that you do know <laughs> yeah um and there's so much of that in the like like yourself uh and a lot a lot of our discussions and topics you like you, you, you'll acknowledge that thing like well i don't have a, a, enough uh knowledge on that topic so i can't really comment on it right yeah exactly <laughs> i know the limits of what I know <laughs> and so to keep talking is just no one I know I could it, say it, something it, yeah. that's untrue because it's, it's pure speculation then on your part right and I'm fine saying I'm about to speculate and then speculate yeah. but I, I wouldn't want to do that all the time I don't want to waste people's time mm-hmm. with things I don't that I'm not sure about and so as far as this is just my opinion I'm fine talking about it yeah. or things I know for sure you know yeah. as, as <laughs> as for sure as, as for as sure it. can be, <laughs> yeah. uh, but there is a lot of intellectual dishonesty in mm-hmm. the world where people will just—they're afraid of being caught in a lie, or they're afraid of not knowing something. Yeah, to, like, to, to 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 be assumed to be dumb in a, yeah. in, in a certain way. Yeah, I was talking to a friend recently about this. Where you and your friends? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, about how. To be caught in a lie is like this this horrible thing. Like I, if, if they were about to lie and I knew they were going to lie, yeah. it's like they'd rather do that than say they don't know. It's like, oh, you think I'll respect you more 
<laughs> for saying something that you know is not true yeah. and that I know is not true. It's like why suddenly we've entered a stage we're both actors so we've entered we've exited the real world yeah. we're now on a stage we're all just lying <laughs> like why are you doing this like i would respect you so much more if you just told the truth and you didn't pretend to know things like yeah. that is much more respect deserving than trying to bullshit your way through yeah. things so that you seem more uh, intelligent or worthy of my respect Respect is earned, Eric. Oh yeah. Have I have I, have I earned yours? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> still working on yeah, it. Still okay. On it. Here's more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like to go on that. A lot of times, I I would say okay, I I I don't fully know that or something, but you know, here's my take on that. So yeah, if I had to guess, then, yeah, you know. it, it's always my my take through my experiences and understanding on that certain topic that I don't know of just to hopefully give you more insight or a, a, a different perspective on it. Right, yeah. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, conversation is conversation. Mm -hmm. We're not playing by, you know, official rules here. Well, it's I should just take that of, down then. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just open discourse. Um, but as soon as you're having kind of a, a more serious conversation where mm -hmm. maybe there's stakes, you know, um, then you want to be as honest as possible and say when you don't know something or yeah. to what degree you know something. Yeah, I'm depending not on the conversation. Sure about yeah. this, etc. There's a great uh, distinction that you, I think, everyone's heard before, but it, it originally came from, I think, a uh, a U.S. Uh, military official um, in a a conference, and he was talking about. Um, the different types of unknowns mm -hmm. where there's things that we know we know there's known knowns yeah like I know that I know this yeah. like you know, and there's known unknowns right. there's things we know we don't know yeah like we don't know yeah, dark matter dark and we know it's there exactly. we just example, yeah. don't know how to exactly uh, see it um, there are unknown unknowns <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of scary because we don't know that we don't know. Yeah, this exactly. Yet. It's like and and how much of that there yeah, is. It's like once we figure something out, there's still more. <laughs> like there's another question behind the question. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then slightly more abstract, there's the unknown knowns. So these, these are things okay. we don't know that we know. Okay. The the more you you can almost say common knowledge. Yeah, it's like things you forget that you're aware of. Yeah, I suppose. Um, you could look at it more philosophically, but the more everyday way of looking at it is it's like someone says something. Well, it's like a yeah, perfect example. I, is, can, I can give you one too. Um, vocabulary. Okay. Most of the time, depending on who, you, who you're talking to, you will use a certain vocabulary. And, you, and if, especially with myself, if you get stuck in that rut where you're always using that vocabulary, you will forget the... The other vocabulary that you have, so right. because I don't have a lot of these type of conversations with people, my use of my larger vocabulary is stunted. So I know I know all, all those other terms. Right. So I'm always fumbling and stuff like, oh, I, I know what that word is, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 that's a similar thing as well. Yeah. I was going to give the example that after our first podcast, I, we talked. Well, it's briefly. not my first. It's, it's your first. Sorry, <laughs> our first podcast together. Um, this is a relationship, okay? Yeah. Um, we talked briefly about ants and like the yeah. hive mind mentality, and then I think I said one of those lines where it's like I don't really know much about ants. Yes, you did. Say yeah. it. And then afterwards, I was like, 
hold on, I know a ton about ants. <laughs> but in that moment, you forgot. But in all that about moment, it. I completely forgot. And then yeah. you know, we talked afterward about ants. And yeah, it came back to you. Yeah, it came back to me. But uh, so, did you want to bring up the ants again now? No, no, <laughs> okay. it's, it's fine. You know, I do really. I wasn't sure if it was bugging you. They're fascinating. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, you and your fascinations. I resent that. <laughs> do you? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, I mean. Who gives a shit? I know you're you're just joking, but like, <laughs> for the people that, that you know, some people say that you know, in a in, kind in, of derogatory yeah, way, in a, in a more it's like everyone has interests. Way. Yeah, fuck you. I have my interest. I like ants. You know? <laughs> Find your own interest. But with bees. Yeah, exactly. It's like whenever, whenever people are kind of, it's impossible to feel good about the things that you're good at. Yeah. in this world <laughs> people are always like oh you know you say something smart it's like oh this guy over here you know this fucking you know intellect extraordinaire it's like well fuck you I knew a, I knew a thing like yeah. now, you, now you say something you're good at and, and I'll mock no, you I'm for not good it anymore. I'll make you feel bad about things exactly. you yeah. like you know it's like fuck off be, be decent human beings like, just <laughs> let, let people have the things they like without you know demeaning them I, I think going off of that there a little bit if I can hopefully word this properly or well um i do poke the bear a lot yeah everybody to, right, the bear is everyone obviously mm. i will always poke right um i'm not hoping to poke the bear too much but it is nice to know where that that line that line draws itself yeah. yeah um but i think that also ties into a form of honesty for me so if i poke you and I and, and it, it then all comes to how you react to that, right? So if you can play off of it, I'm. I, I guess that reveals itself to be an honest, uh, a form of honesty to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're just going to shut down or not acknowledge it at all, yeah, then yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's. I mean, because <laughs> words not good mouth. Yeah, I. <laughs> I usually just laugh about it when. You know, laugh at everything. If someone, you know, um, it's it's a sign of health, mental health, I think, to be able to accept insults yeah. as jokes. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you took everything seriously, you'd fucking kill yourself. <laughs> you'd curl you, up in a ball. Yeah, you would not make it past 20. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just the stress alone would kill you. And if you can't laugh at your own, how can you laugh at others? Right, right. There's definitely a sense of inner honesty and inner health to being able to laugh at yourself to know your own limitations mm -hmm. and and be able to just be like yeah i'm a fucking idiot sometimes <laughs> or, you know i suck at this but the the problem is when it's reinforced by other people yeah they, it, 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 it then starts to hit home right that leads to just inner sense of shame and guilt and yeah. regret and um other just it can lead to mood disorders you know mm -hmm. depression and anxiety that's when you need to cut it off Yes, right, and then hopefully I, I have that discourse with people where they can say, "Okay, you know, you need to back the fuck off." Yeah, yeah. Which and that, then, and that's part of the open discourse, being mm -hmm. able to be honest with other people, saying like, "Hey, I don't like when you, you know, you saying that to me. Yeah. Like that actually that crossed the line." Yeah, and then they know. You know, hopefully it's well. To be honest, yeah. To be honest, hey, if you if you want to get me to do anything, guilt me. Yeah. Yep. Why? Guilt is one of the. It grips me so tight. I don't know what it is, but when I feel that I have wronged you, it oh, it turns a switch on in me that, really? oh yeah. Um, an example, one of our coworkers here uh, was up at the gym and I do this with everybody. I will 
quote unquote crit- crit- critique you and what you do. It, it could be at the gym, could be whatever. Oh, I'm familiar with this. Yes, <laughs> I, I will pick out the, the flaws and I will say, oh, hey, you're you're doing this. You could do this. I'm not trying to poke at the flaws and say you're doing that wrong. No, I am trying to give a, a little bit of advice. Yeah, I recognize it as yeah. playful, you know, kind mm-hmm. of. And 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 the, and the fellow that I, I was trying to give a little bit of advice to, he said, oh, I noticed his grip. I'm like, hey, you're you're holding like a pistol grip. If you held it with your thumbs on top, it would activate uh, more muscle groups and it would help a little bit better. He's like, he's like, he's like, no offense taken. Um, your uh, advice is duly noted, stuff. But I'm just gonna do me and you do you, okay? Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. And then it fucking stewed in me. <laughs> And it's like, you're like, I, 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 and, 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 and he's like, you know, no apology needed and stuff. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. It's back and forth is okay. Just, I did them do me, you do. And it's stewed. But, and, and I even came up to him later. It's like, I apologize. I'm like, hey, I, I didn't mean to, you know, poke too much. He's like, no, it's fine. But it's like, for some reason within me, um, it, it felt like I had crossed that line and I was bugging him right. and I had overstepped. Yeah. And it's just, it's something in me that, really grips yeah i don't know why yeah I get that. so if, if you can guilt me you can pretty much get me to do anything <laughs> good so to just know. make me feel bad good to know. no yeah that's <laughs> that's not the game i like to play yeah for for a long time i i was kind of i would be made to feel bad about um well there's no easy way to say it I, yeah. i've been called pretentious a lot yes you 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 brought that up and in the past. out of no i mean maybe i am pretentious but it's not my fault. No. <laughs> kind of thing. Like It's just your pers- per- the way your personality works. Yeah, there's certain things where it's like, like I have a, a bachelor of music. I play yeah. piano. It's like, I just I only took piano because my older brothers did. I was forced into it. Yeah. And I just kind of kept doing yeah, you it. You fell into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like movies. I yeah. really like movies. Like, I like the, 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 thinking the 1930s from Sweden. You know, like <laughs> yeah, Sweden, those ex- you know, yeah, those different yeah, French New Wave. Like, I'm really into movies. <laughs> why? I don't know. I just, why do you, you know, why do you're people really, like things? You're really into, into philosophy and, yeah. and reading, reading lots of different books. I just like, I, I don't know why, like, if I could yeah. choose to like other things, maybe I'd do that, you know? And like, But there's really not much control over what you like and what you dislike. No. And so I've kind of fallen into this person. Yeah. You know, if I, I've just been dropped into hey, <laughs> In, Into that category. You know, you've been, you know, random draw, you got... Winner! This person. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll make this work. And then people are calling me pretentious, and it's like, well, it's, it's not my fault. <laughs> no. And, and, like, and I'll even poke fun at you for that, and I'll, I'll, oh. I'll be like, you're Mr. Smarty Pants I and mean, shit like that. I'm usually the first one to bring it up, just yeah. to get it out of the way and mm-hmm. be like, by the way... I See, know now, I come across this way. I don't mean to. I would the, say I do it in, in a term of endearment because you don't come across in, initially yeah. as being uh, someone of that intellect. Yeah. Because most people nowadays aren't well educated and they don't, even on their, on their own personal time, strive to learn more. So to come across someone like you, you are one of the outliers. Yeah. See, already I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. <laughs> like it's, it's, it sucks to even have this conversation. Uh, yeah. I just feel like you could, we could easily be saying this about you. It's yes, like, no. It takes so little effort yeah. to come across as impressive these days. But, 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 but <laughs> it, it's, it's nice to come across a, a person, I don't, it, it sounds bad, but a person of intellect who, yeah, who's, right. who's not on that common yeah. level of just that day-to-day you go through things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's always weird for me because 
and like in my own head i'm the exact same as everyone else yeah. like I, i'm not thinking like different thought like yeah it, for sure there's not really much difference mm-hmm. it's like i know a you just few diff- more words yeah, yeah and it's like suddenly people are like oh you've memorized more things this than guy over here it's yeah. like i didn't do anything what did i do like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm repeating stuff that i read in a book yeah, that's all yeah I, I think it's really just appearances where people see one thing and they yeah. think oh that must be indicative of all of you know yeah of, you know blah 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 they see a tip of the iceberg and they think it must be huge. Sometimes it's just a tip of an iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing but, you know. I did kind of come to a conclusion about pretension, though, mm-hmm. where you're not pretentious if. There's two. There's two uh, you're not pretentious either. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Jeff Foxworth. <laughs> I hate. Oh. Um, <laughs> you're pretentious if you hate Jeff Foxworth. Yeah. Right. But uh, no, you're not pretentious if you are self-aware and or if you uh, have a sense of humor about it okay so i met people um at university professors especially mm-hmm. that were so unself-aware of like they were so like oh a musician must uh, oh, carry themselves high, yeah. like very high snooty bastards like, it's like they this is who they are like <laughs> yeah. they're not even like joking yeah because there's like, nothing below that it's right. just that is what it is that is and to have a sense of humor about yourself, to be able to like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I like ants, but, and I realize that's stupid, and then mm-hmm. just go on about, like, if you have those two things, I don't think you can be called pretentious. No. Because pretentious, pretentiousness seems to me to be acting a certain way and not being aware yeah. of yourself mm-hmm. in that role. Um, that's what I think pretentiousness is. Yeah. But yeah, you can play off of it too, like... Oh, you it's can great. play it up all the time. Yeah, and I do. Yeah. I milk it for what's <laughs> worth. Because like when I first met you, you were very quiet. You didn't talk to many people. Uh, yeah, that's usual. Yeah, for most people. Yeah. But like, even in our initial conversations of just back and forth, I didn't realize how much of the layers there were. So to to, to say to I, I peeked, I, I I saw the tip of the iceberg and said, "Oh, you're an intelligent person." That all there is to you. I would say no, there was still more. No, I, I get that. But mm-hmm. what I'm, the kind of, the agenda I'm pushing here <laughs> is that that's not impressive. Or it's not no. as, as impressive as it should be. Or as it I, 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 As it seems to be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the difference between me and you is, like, I've read a few more books. Yeah. Like, if you just want to look at, like, one area of it, it's like, yeah. it's like, you could... People who are like, oh, you're so this, you're so smart, you're so yeah. strong, you're so blah, blah, blah. It's like the difference between not being so smart and being so smart is very little. Mm-hmm. You just need to put in a little bit of work. Yeah. So, like, don't shove your. But I can't read books. Let me find another method. You know, don't put so much respect or, like, awe in the fact that someone appears a certain way. Yeah. Because it does not take much to get there. No. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, so don't lie. Don't lie and, and watch your words carefully. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the message of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's kind of what I, what I wanted to cover, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, language and honesty. It's a it's a big topic. I mean... We, 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 we really could keep going. We, we could keep going. Uh, how long has it been? An hour and a half? All right. Do you want to end it off anyway? 
Uh, I'm not good at finishing. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right, man. That's uh, thanks for the conversation again. I'm glad. You know, I'm I'm happy to come on, and yeah. uh, it's always fun talking with you and hashing out these ideas. And this time, I got to talk about something I actually really enjoy. Wait, you 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 don't enjoy fear? Uh, literally, no, no. <laughs> Metaphorically, perhaps, yeah. Um, but no, this has been. I, I like talking about these things. Yeah. So. I got to name drop just tons of philosophers <laughs> and authors, which, I, like I said in the beginning, I have an illness. I keep talking. Yeah. I can't stop talking. And we'll, we'll, we'll get you help. Just sign up to his Patreon. Yeah, five bucks a month. Yeah, different yeah. tiers get you different, different rewards. Yeah. What do you offer for your rewards? Um, <laughs> I offer uh, more uh, podcasts of yeah. just me talking. It's On just, other people's podcasts? Yeah, just other, <laughs> other podcasts. It's just more talking. Nice. It never ends. Uh-huh. Please help me. <laughs> By sending him money. Yeah, exactly. Just money. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks for coming on again. Thank it's you been very a much. Pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey everyone. Uh, before you left, uh, we, everyone here from uh, Murder Bus and potentially Harmful just wanted to wish you all a uh, very merry Christmas and a happy holidays on this uh, wonderful season. And uh, hope that when you go to see family, you drive safe. And just have a good time. Farewell. See you after the holiday break. Oh, 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 oh.